Welcome to the Franklin County NC Podcast. I'm James Hicks, and this is a podcast about Franklin County, North Carolina. On our broadcast, we hope you will learn a few things you didn't know about Franklin County, North Carolina, plus some helpful tips for you in your daily lives. Today, I'm joined by no stranger to the podcast, uh, Assistant County Manager Will Durfer, and we're going to talk about broadband, which is a hot topic in Franklin County. Uh, so, Will, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well today. Thank you, James. Hope you are. Yep. So we've talked about uh, when you've, we had you on before, we talked about the op- opioid settlement uh, funds and the National Opioid Settlement Fund. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go check that one out. And then we immediately had another episode right behind it when we had uh, one of our uh, astute uh, 4-Hers who was following you around and, and learning about government. We had an opportunity to talk with you and him about that, and that was a very – a uh, cool little episode we were able to get in there. But we wanted to get you on also to talk about broadband because this is a big uh, project that's going on in the county and something that you've been probably working with as soon as you got you hit the door. So it, I'll say to learn more about Will, uh, go back to those other – we won't get into the background and all that stuff. We've already covered that on a previous episode, so go check that out. So we'll we'll, we'll just begin from – from there, so how long have you been involved with uh, working with broadband in Franklin County? So it was one of my first projects assigned to me when I came on board in Franklin County a little over two years ago. And um, I, I do want to back up one second, a brief update on uh, our Mr. Lance Williams. He was a Park Scholar uh, this year, and so he'll be enjoying a full ride to NC State University. Uh, very proud of that young man, and, and uh, super happy to provide that update. But um, real good kid, gonna gonna have to watch out for him. He's he's going places. So, <laughs> yeah, um, real proud of that. Um, proud of that episode. So, um, broadband was one of my first projects assigned. Um, at the time that I arrived, we were working on the uh, what we're now calling Great Grant One, um, because now we have a second Great Grant Award. But the first Great Grant Award was um, before ARPA funding was was um, released. And so it was a smaller county match um, to match state funding and then a larger portion of private funding. So that's how the great grant was set up. Um, The North Carolina legislature contributed some funding. The county was expected to contribute some funding. um, And the private provider was expected to provide the largest share of the funding. Yeah, and and so if for for anybody out there who is not as uh, uh, doesn't know what this is, um, he's not referring to a great grant. It's just a great grant. Just as it's a great thing out there, uh, great actually stands for something. That's right. Do you remember off the top of your head? Growing rural economies through access to technology. Pretty close. That okay. is growing rural economies with access to technology okay. is what great stands for. So okay. it's. Uh, it's 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 a government um, acronym. That's right. Uh, so that's what that is. Um, and that's um, you mentioned about it was established by the North Carolina legislature. It's awarded by the Broadband Infrastructure Office, a competitive grant program. I believe they say to deploy last mile broadband infrastructure. Correct. So if you if you think um, of broadband as um, um, you know, a traditional utility like power. Um, there are big lines that run crisscross the state that carry high high volumes of power, and then there's a, a connection that goes to each residence. 
Um, broadband is similar. There's there's what they call the backhaul that goes to um, to where the uh, I guess the internet uh, <laughs> the internet speed uh, emanates from, and then there are direct connections to homes, and then there's um, a middle mile which provides uh, provides the infrastructure to get to that last mile. So uh, broadband has many components. Um, there is uh, Fiber to the home. Um, you can also get um, access to high-speed internet through um, line of sight service or cellular service or um, what they what they call um, LTE. Well, that's um, so the broadband. So we talk about internet and uh, internet speeds and things like that, and, and people will think about um, the different things different um, ven- vendors, uh, different companies will offer. For the purposes of, of the program and the build out here in Franklin County, we're not really talking about uh, we're not talking about mm-hmm. old phone dial up. We're not talking about coaxial, uh, which is a you know, cable internet. The the deployment for the broadband and the great grants is the fiber, which is the that's correct. That is the fiber to the home. So um, that that is the the what they call the gold standard in the industry. And and I'm, I'm gonna. Give a disclaimer. I, I I know what I know through the grant process. I'm not a any sort of broadband or telecommunications expert, um, so um, I know what I know through the <laughs> through the yeah. grant programs. But industry standard um, high speed internet, best case scenario is fiber to the home. Um, they can either put it underground or they can hang it from telephone poles. But um, getting that fiber directly to the home is is the best, most reliable and um, scalable way to provide uh, high-speed internet. Yeah, I've heard people talk about fiber as um, you don't – it's not like uh, when you think of other things where it kind of has to like relay. It's just it's, – it's fiber optics, so it goes pretty fast. And uh, when you see those speeds, you're going to see um, – the speeds are traditional. You're going to have a, a, a top number and a bottom number that's going to be different. Whereas typically with fiber, it's going to be the same across the board because it's uh, it's that fast, really. Well, um, download upload speed stuff gets right, a little yeah, bit. So yeah. There's download upload speeds. So one of the things with the second phase of the grant grant when when we start using ARPA funding, which is federal funding, the definition of broadband changes a little bit. So broadband, according to the federal rules, is 100 by 20, so 100 download, 20 upload, but it has to be expandable to symmetrical 100, so 100 down, 100 up. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a higher level of um, broadband than uh, I think the the first definition of broadband was 25 and 3 or 10 and 3 or something like that. Yeah. And um, so we've moved a long way from that. We're at, uh, moving, moving closer to 100 by 100 symmetrical broadband speeds. And there's been a lot of progress in this because I know I've, I've heard of people who who had zero internet opportunities other than your super old school potential ways or, or something like satellite. And some of these programs are giving uh, not only is it some people's first chance at internet, but it's the top of the line internet um, that has been created uh, out there. How far along are we? Or was it the Great Grant one? How many? Um, I forget how we measure that. Is it uh, people, homes, whatever? Right. How many, so, how many people were affected by that? So the Brightspeed, the company that provides the service, uh, refers to it as passings. 
And so that's residential commercial um, structures that they pass by. Um, they call that, a, call that a passing. And so um, Great Grant 1 was just over 1,400 passings, mostly in the northeastern portion of the county, but also some outside of Franklinton. Um, the Great Grant Phase 2 um, is actually about 1,400 <clears throat> locations, and it is spread pretty much throughout the county. There's some in Lewisburg and then all along the southern uh, so southern part of the county, sort of between Youngsville and Franklinton and uh, Bunn. Yeah, and um, we'll go for anyone who's uh, been watching and observing uh, it might be unfamiliar with Brightspeed. Brightspeed, we'll say originally with the grant, um, was CenturyLink was the company that was awarded the, the first grant. Grant and CenturyLink was, oh, um, became Lumen. Right. We'll just say it just became Lumen. Yeah. And then uh, how we got to Brightspeed is Brightspeed's a new company that bought this market from Lumen, essentially. Uh, so it's when we, when we deal with uh, the different people who have been – uh, working on getting this broadband over the last couple of years, it's the same people. It's just some of the uh, the company names have changed, but it's all the same same people that are working toward all of this. And Brightspeed has, um, you know, they've, they've been a, they've been a good partner. They have moved their headquarters to North Carolina, and they have he- uh, heavily invested in North Carolina, um, even even separate and above the um, the grant investments that they've made. Um, and so they're they're uh, they're working hard to provide good service and expand their service and expand their market in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yep, and uh, they have uh, uh, they've got a lot of projects going. We've had some some great opportunities to to watch and see how this continues to to flourish. Um, we have um, and 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 they also keep. Uh, periodically uh, checking in with the Board of Commissioners and giving updates on, on their progress, uh, as with most of the projects here in Franklin County. Uh, so our, our commissioners and, and those who attend the meetings can stay on top of where, where we're at with the projects. That's the other good thing about the GREAT program. It is, it is a three-way partnership between the provider, which is Brightspeed in our case, the county, and the state of North Carolina. And so they're they're accountable to both us and the state and um you know, we contribute, so we've got some skin in the game. So it, it's it's a it, it's a real um, partnership, um, and we have we have been able to provide several, um, you know, a few thousand passings, as they say, in the county over the last couple of years. And um, and looking ahead, um, that's only going to grow. Uh, the federal government has announced the bead program, which I am. Sad to say, I do not recall the uh, exact uh, meaning of those, I guess, that acronym. Um, but the BEAD program it is, is Broadband Equity Access and Deployment. Thank you. So the BEAD program is $1 billion with a B um, funding for uh, basically Internet for all. I mean, they're trying to trying to get Internet to everybody. Um this program is is the rules are currently being developed by the state um, Department of uh, Information Technology, and um, expect to hear how this is actually going to work later this summer. The applications will be open, and um, certainly um, Franklin County will be monitoring that closely um, and working closely with our um, state and federal partners on making sure that we get a 
get a piece of that to further expand broadband in the county. The other program is the CAB program that is completing access to broadband. Again, this is a state program that leverages both um, state funding and ARPA funding. Um, And this program does what it sounds like it does. It completes access. Um, So those those places that were just outside of the reach of the Great Grant Program um, will be eligible for for CAB funding. And between these next two programs, um, I feel very confident that we will have um, some really good coverage throughout the entire county. Mm-hmm. And uh, with some of these programs, um, with the BEAT is sort of a newer one, but uh, well, no, with the CAB program, with uh, we had someone from the Broadband Infrastructure Office come and speak to the commissioners. That's right. That's uh, right. Mr. Hughes came and, and gave a, a nice presentation. Um, he... <laughs> He used the uh, he used the um, he had a bunch of money in, in the trunk of his car and uh, one <laughs> one one bag of money was bigger than the other and so he he was uh, he explained it in a way that was um, everybody could understand and um, he they do have several programs um, some of them I think they call it a stopgap program is uh, for those low low density areas again that are just sort of outside the reach of um of the great grant program um one and two off that have to go you know down down a long dirt road i guess if you could imagine um you know broadband is uh, while it is the gold standard that's because the cost per mile to lay broadband is is pretty pretty significant and so as a as a business model um you know they need to recoup that investment and so um, when you have just one or two passings down a mile road that, you know, they're never going to recoup that investment. And that's sort of where the grant funding comes in. It helps to reduce that um, upfront capital cost for the provider. And then it, it provides the service to um, a community member that probably would not otherwise have it. And and so everybody sort of wins in that, in that situation. And then um, in rural North Carolina, um, there's a lot of entrepreneurship, and so having broadband, um, even in the most remote areas of the county, opens up a world of pop- possibilities as far as entrepreneurship, you know, medical care, education, um, you know, jobs. It it really um, really opens up the world to to uh, even the most rural parts of the county. Yeah, and and I know we talked about some of those first ones in that first great grant program are in that northeastern section where. You know, like the Northeast Revitalization Group. That's right. They're trying to to do some things there, uh, up there. So this is a program, obviously, that is going to benefit them down the line by having some of that access. I'll say the one of the things that I've tried to promote is with the you know the CAB program and some of these other programs at the state level is for them to figure out where to put their money. Where where he's going to drag where he's going to bring his car full of money to sure. to do uh, they have to use it they have to have data and uh, one of the things I know when I looked at their maps Franklin County data was very low because it's a it's a participant um, sort of I mean they have other access to some data but a lot of the best data they can get is from the people that live there and so there's a survey on the North Carolina broadband. Uh, website uh, that you can get to at ncbroadband.gov slash survey, and it basically will tell you, um, it'll ask you some questions about the quality of the internet or if you even have it, so that they can then kind of look, it'll 
it asks several questions there, and, and it kind of gives them that sort of data for them to kind of know where they need to go and to, to help these programs out. So that's why I try to encourage everyone, ncbroadband.gov slash survey, uh, and, our, and our participation in that survey has shot up a good bit. So uh, people are getting in there and doing that so that, you know, because that could be the thing that helps get you the better Internet. That's right. And, and another thing that we are trying to promote and um, increase awareness of is the Affordable Co- Connectivity Program, or ACP. So the ACP program is a requirement of the um, funding guidelines, so ARPA funding um, and state funding requires the uh, great grant awardees to offer the Affordable Co- Connectivity Program. And, um, and what that program does is it subsidizes the monthly fee um, for broadband for income-qualified folks. And so people think broadband might be out of reach, but with the ACP program, it might be within your reach. And so um, I would definitely <clears throat> encourage people to look into that if they mm-hmm. if they feel like the yeah. broadband cost is outside of their budget. Yeah, that, that gets you the discount of or up to $30 a month. And, and there's a lot of uh, direct eligibility for that program. For instance, if you received a Pell Grant, uh, you could already be eligible. Uh, if you participate in any um, assistance programs like free or reduced price lunches, SNAP, Medicaid, WIC, Supplemental Social Security, uh, su- Supplemental Security Income, uh, and, a f- and a few of those other programs, then you will au- it sort of automatically. If you're a participant of those programs, you'll you'll get automatic into there. But you can go to their website to determine eligibility, fcc.gov slash ACP, fcc.gov slash ACP to find out more uh, if you qualify for that assistance. And also, in addition to that, some carriers, uh, some Internet service providers will uh, have programs of their own uh, that – will will even go even above that that could make it even more affordable. So that's something to check out um, with the uh, providers in your area if they have a program like that that will supplement the ACP program. So what's next on the horizon for broadband? What can people be um, – uh, we talked about some of the programs on the horizon, but, but where do we go next? So next we um – we have recently signed the three-party agreement. The Board of Commissioners authorized the uh, three-party agreement. So next steps will be um, implementing construction and, and actually installing those 1,400 passings uh, throughout the county. Um, beyond that, uh, again, keeping a close eye out on the future grant uh, funding opportunities and the rules. And, um, you know, again, James uh, pointed out the survey That'll be really helpful to see who is eligible for the CAB program and who's eligible for the BEAD program. And so I encourage, encourage you to um, <clears throat> fill out those surveys. Let us know where you're having issues. If you have issues with, with ISP, with your internet service provider, um, a lot of times you know I'm, I'm available to help um, make those connections. And so, um, so that's what's next. That's what's next. There's a lot on the horizon to um, to look forward to as far as uh, some of the technological advancements in Franklin County. Uh, we'll go back through that so you don't, if you didn't have a chance to write it down or, or remember, um, that's the ncbroadband.gov slash survey, 
and the FCC.gov slash ACP for that Affordable Connectivity Program. And there's actually, if you if you get into a situation uh, on the broadband survey that you do not have access uh, to the Internet or, or some other things, there's actually a few other ways that you can, um, can supply that information to it. And I was looking for it, and uh, I can't seem to find it. But there's a, there's a phone number that you can text or call. Uh, text, they'll, you'll get a, basically a survey. And the, if you call the phone number, you can do a voice survey if that's uh, um, your uh, capabilities. So, uh, yeah, I used to have a little thing right there where I could go to it. But um, if, you, if you can go to the website, um, ncbrands.gov slash survey. We also have links to that on the Franklin County NC gov uh, website under about us and initiatives you can check in on broadband you can check in on uh, opioid settlement found out a lot of information about that well that's about all the time we have left for today uh, the franklin county nc podcast is produced by franklin county as a public service to better inform and provide timely and relevant information tune in for more informative shows about what is happening in franklin county subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platform like or rate the podcast and share it with your friends and family to find out more about Franklin County NC, go to our website at franklincountync.gov and sign up for our email newsletter while you are over there. For all of us here in Franklin County, I'm James Six, and we'll talk to you soon.